So good morning, everybody. Welcome to Satsang. And so let your attention just sink away from your world, your morning, your life, your family, away from all those stories. Just let your attention just settle. of existence shows itself to be an idea. Let pure awareness be empty. Let there be nothing and let the concept of nothing disappear also. Outside of all of it, where no concept has any validity, prior to all concepts. And if there is an opening, perhaps there is even prior to consciousness itself.
attention has just fallen back from where it arises from. Let attention rest there. And let's see if a gentler energy can be perceived as it rebuilds this illusion, this mind-created manifestation. So leaving your attention at home. The smallest little bit of an energy can arise up in order to engage allowing participation of the body-mind to happen. Without any movement forward of your energy, notice how these words reach you without you reaching out. Life comes to you. sensation of your body on the chair is received as information to the body-mind. It just comes to you. Just the natural functioning. There is no need for extra energy to accept or reject or have an opinion about anything. Just functioning can happen. And your place of rest is untouched by any of it. Because you are not the body-mind. You are not the creation of the thoughts that are entertained in your own mind. You are not the product of your own imaginings. Imagination happens, thoughts happen, opinions happen, but they are an ability of the functioning capacity that goes with being human. It does not define you does not restrain you. It doesn't touch you in any way. If there's clear access to prior to all of this, to outside of all of this, see if it can be recognized that outside of all of this doesn't even know about the body-mind that you call yourself that you have called yourself. It's not touched by the knowledge that is assessed and analyzed by the body-mind. Outside of all of it, does not know about this illusion.
There is no illusion for outside of all of it. It cannot be. There is nothing real other than outside of all of it. It has no substance. And somehow, there is a pretense that the body-mind is real and that this world is real. And it's perfectly fine. None of these things are in opposition to each other. Life appears as real from within life. When all of your energy is invested in that story, of course it's real. When you're not invested in that story, it shows itself maybe to be not so real at all. And the hunger is there for something that is more real. And as we pull back further, we discover that outside of all of it has a capital R reality feel to it. And that everything presented in life just comes and goes and is a product of mind. And none of these things are in opposition. The world is according to the world and the world is not according to that which is outside and untouched by it. your deeper knowing gets it, totally gets it. So see if the bulk of your energy or your attention can remain within and just enough to facilitate functioning, effective functioning of the body-mind. Just enough attention can engage in order to have fun. in order to enjoy this manifestation, whatever this day and the imagination in the body-mind presents. Let it present fun. It will be perceived by fun if your attention, as fun, if your attention is at rest. Without investment in the story of your life, it gets lighter. perception that's available to you of your life shifts. And so letting the bulk of your attention rest at the deepest point, wherever that was for you, it doesn't matter. However it unfolds is how it is, that's okay.
and just enough energy in order to participate and come forward and allow the eyes to open and there's no need for labeling or judgment just let functioning happen and play with it just see what happens just so that the functioning mind can work but the all about me story doesn't need to crank up you might be able to feel the difference there might be a sense of me but it doesn't have to be center stage and for some the sense of me disappears also So engage your senses. Hearing is working automatically. Let your eyes open if they're still closed. Let your functioning mind detect the touch of the chair on your back beneath you. Maybe under your feet. just enough attention to detect the sensation of air that is breathed in and out of your body just enough attention so that it's recognized no story And living from this place of stillness is totally possible. No I story and a full life is totally possible. There's no conflict between this work and living a full life. None. None. So whatever stories we explore, know that it's who you are pretending to be. You're pretending to be somebody with drama. And that's the story of life. That's how, that's how we function as the human species. But you're pretending. It's just a play. It's just a script. It's just today's script. It's going to look very different in a week's time, you know. It keeps moving. So does it really need to be all important today? Probably as all important as next week's script is going to be, or tomorrow's script, or this afternoon's script. You know? It's going to look different. It keeps changing. Why do we take it so serious, huh? And what makes it serious is because it's mine. It, if there's ownership there, everything gets tight. And that's when suffering happens.
if it becomes my story. Learn to live without ownership. It's an overlay. The idea of ownership is an overlay on top of something that's completely natural. Everybody okay? <laughs> okay. So I know there was a few people we didn't get to see yesterday, and I'd like to see those first. There was Naomi, and Issa. Okay, one, two, three. Okay, let's start there, and then we move around. Okay, Naomi, would you like to come? is if you could um, define ego, um, how, do, how do I know if I'm in ego or not, and how to make the ego smaller? Okay. <clears throat> so the ego in non-duality work, and pretty much in most spiritual work, as opposed to psychology or the other places where we use it, is is that that mechanism of believing that that you are Naomi. When when that's believed, when when you are Naomi, it's like no, I'm me. This is happening to me, or this shouldn't be happening to me, or I don't like this. Now you're believing you're Naomi. That's the ego. Now the ego is up. It's what gets built in order to make us function in the world because we're not evolved enough to recognize that we can function beautifully, exquisitely, <laughs> gentler without it. We're just not evolved enough as a species. So we keep rearing our children and telling them, that's your name and this is my name. And you know how a kid will, will say, you know, uh, David is hungry instead of saying, I am hungry. We're saying, are you hungry? I'm hungry, you know? And, and we call ourselves, and mommy's going out for a while, and eventually we turn it into I'm going out for a while. And we teach our kids how to own things, and all we're doing is developing the ego, to have a sense of ownership. So there's, it's defined really by a few things. There's ownership, okay, which, and we defend then, we defend what we think we own. And it's not about owning things, of course, that's a milder version of it. It's, it's, it's about owning opinions, owning ideas, and then we defend what we think we own, and we have to stand up for it. Another big facet of it is things can only take, be taken personally by the ego part of you. If anything hits you as personal, it's like, it's about me. I see the world as having to do with everything. Everything has to do with me in some shape or form. It has to do with something to do with me. So I like that or I don't like that. What's my position in relation to everything? So if somebody gives out about, about you, it's like, that's actually about them. It, it is about them. That's their opinion. And they're entitled to their opinion, of course. If maybe there's something for you to learn about it, fine. Maybe there is, maybe they're not. 
we can assess that information without it going, oh, so-and-so rejected me, and what did I do to offend them, and why are they like that? And after three days of your gut being kicked, you might feel like, you know, actually, I don't think they were right. There was some, they were just having a bad day. But you've had this three days of suffering because the ego has internalized, because everything is about me. You see? It creates suffering. That's all it does is it creates suffering. So that sense of a personal I is not inherent. We learn it. We learn how to do it, how to own the body-mind and how to imagine that you are this body. Instead of there is a body, you know, that sure, there's responsibility for. Of course, that's natural. That actually will happen naturally. That you'll, even as a kid, if you hit something, like, ugh, you try to protect it. Before, yeah, I am this body. This is the total summation of me and this is my boundary. This is my world. Even before that, the body is automatically protecting itself. We can manage fine without this ego. Oh, so then, hmm. any any feeling besides love, you would be in your ego? No. Ownership of any idea is the ego. Of any feeling, any emotion is okay. the ego. Um, so ownership of love, feeling of entitlement of love, uh, you know, a strict opinion about what love is, you know, that's ego. Whereas being human involves all of the emotions. The full range of what it is to be human is available. But it just moves through the form organically. Okay, so ownership. 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 Yes, ownership. And it's funny that there can be like a movement away from certain people, certain foods. There's just certain things that suit your wiring and other things that don't suit your wiring. The mind will say, oh, I don't like that person. I, I don't want that. I don't want that in my life. I'm not going to associate. And here are reasons why I don't like that person. The ego will do that. It'll set up story about me. But there can be a natural movement away some from some people and movement towards other people. And once you get to like, gosh, this is just a natural thing. The ego doesn't have to come in with an explanation, making it about me. And so the ego in that situation might say, hmm, I don't like that person, or they're not good people, or we'll find a complaint, no? We'll find a judgment. That's the ego putting a story on it with reference to myself. But there can be a natural movement away and towards. It's just what guides our way on, you know? So, so very often the interpretation of a natural movement turns into ego. And so it gets confusing. It's like, well, I should be inclusive of everybody. I should love everybody. And it's like, yeah, there, was, there is love for everybody because they're the same as what you are. You, you actually see that it's the same thing. It's just manifesting in a different way. But of, of, of course, there's going to be attraction towards some and, and a movement away from others. Of course there is. Trying to figure it out often actually creates more trouble than what it is. It's putting a story on a natural movement, you know? So it's, it's, it's freedom without the ego. There's total freedom. The rights and wrongs and shoulds and should nots is part of the ego because it's trying to find its position, always defending its own position. It's always looking for acceptance, looking for more love. And so then um, how to reduce the ego? The ego isn't there a lot of the time, but it doesn't know when it's not there. You see, because it would have to be there to notice I'm not there because it's, it's a self-referencing mechanism. So it can't say, I'm not there, and it's like, well, for you not to be there, you'd have to be there <laughs> to say you're not there. 
you see and that's why when people are awake they actually don't know they're awake for ages if somebody says i'm awake and it's like oh god okay all right what's ego playing now you know if there's ownership of it it doesn't make sense so what you end up discovering is that i i was never anything there was just a, a something going on that that kind of i imagined i was this body and i imagined i had some place to get and that was just running for a while it was just like a I don't know, just just a phase of my life, you know, but but the my life has a whole different meaning. There's no ownership of it. It's just like an automatic movement of consciousness from what you really are. So reducing the ego will always keep the ego there. And we do that for a while. You know, we play as reducing the ego because that's the best you can do. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, gosh. I just drove for three hours. I wasn't daydreaming, but I really, something was present because I, I, I was driving, but I really wasn't there. Sometimes it appears like that because that's a meditative thing. You can just go into a zone, a zone where the ego says, okay, it just stops, it just stops. So you only notice it when the ego comes back. Okay. You see, it's like there's these gaps all the time, like deep sleep at night. When you're not dreaming, you just feel better when you wake up. There was no ego there. there was, what was happening? You were just like out. You have no idea. And it's like, God, how long did I sleep? You have no clue. And you're trying to give me some information about the world so that I can put myself together again. <laughs> you know? Because the ego is gone. It's just gone. It's, see? So, so yeah, we, we play it reducing the ego of like, anytime you take something personally, drop it. That's a good one to do. Any sense of ownership, drop it. Any sense of should, should not, drop it. Any internal self-criticism, drop it. Internal self-doubt, drop it. Drop it. Just be fluid. Let, let life work with you. And yes, sometimes you'll say yes, and sometimes you'll say no. That's all fine. That's all fine. See if it comes from protecting yourself, from looking for approval, looking for protecting your self-image. Okay, if it's got self-referencing in it, okay, we're in trouble. We're in ego land again. But if there's a... A movement towards something, you're not kind of sure why. Perfect. Perfect. It's like, no, I don't know, my gut or something. I'm sure I could find a reason of why I said no there, but it just feels right. Okay. It's like that sometimes, especially at the start, when you're like, there's, there's something else, actually. If I get out of the way, there's something else that lives this life much more efficiently. Yes. If you know that feeling, great. More of that. So the ego is trying to reduce the ego. Gotcha. You know, at a certain point, how does the ego get rid of the ego? If you need the ego to get rid of the ego, what's, what's going to get rid of the ego in the end? <laughs> you know, like, so, so we call that the progressive path because we're progressively chipping, 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 chipping. And at some point it has to shift into what we call the direct path, right? And a lot of what we're doing here is the direct path. We've got space for every, everybody's path is a bit different, but I keep popping in direct path stuff. It's like, put your attention outside of all of it. Show is over. And the ego says, but me, I have more work to do. I have more, I have more living to do. I want to experience this, you see? And it's like, oh, it pops again. Oh, it pops again. I know there's another satsang speaker. Years ago, I heard him say, um, he said, you know, it's like being at a carnival and you're shooting ducks, you know, and you shoot all these ducks and, and they drop down and, you know, a minute later, not they come again. It's just like that. He says, I shoot the ducks at satsang and up to pop again. Oh, what's the point? What's the point? You know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like that. No, the ego just keep popping up and, uh, until it stops. Until it stops. 
And for some, you know, it's like, I don't know, something happened, an event happened, but less and less, there's less and less of an event, of a spiritual experience. These days, and it's because, you know, there's so much more access to this material. So, so you know, it's become integrated in our lives, which is fantastic. And so without an event of awakening, whether there's spiritual experiences or no spiritual experiences, either way, at a certain point, it's like somebody will ask you, when did you, when did you believe yourself to be real last? And it's like, oh my God, when did I believe a thought last? When did I believe a thought? What's it like to believe a thought? I mean, believe a thought, I, I, God. It's like this. This is how we recognize that the ego is dead. You know, and it's usually a two year. If, if there's been two years with no personal eye arising at all, well, it's probably done. It's probably done. Mm -hmm. Can I ask one more? Of course. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, one of the things I struggle with is, um, well, I love to drink wine. Okay. Um, and I love to make things. And so I find myself believing that I can only be creative if I drink wine. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Sure. Make wine. <laughs> <laughs> Make wine. <laughs> I like it. That would really get me in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burn it, baby. <laughs> okay. Is it true? You said you find yourself believing it. Is it true? Or have you believed it into such a way that it's now true? Do you know you can believe something and then that makes it true? I, you know, I don't know because, um, well, since I like to drink wine a lot and I know that, I will take sabbaticals from it. Yeah. And so I did do one year of none. Yeah. And every day I missed it, I will say that. But, sure. Um, yeah, I was not near as creative that okay. year. Mm -mm. Okay. Okay. Yes. So, and do maybe, you say drink wine and create? Just let it be as it is? It, it, it kind of doesn't matter. It kind of doesn't matter, really. In the larger scheme of things, it doesn't matter. It'll allow you to be creative, but it'll probably shorten your life. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, and the other thing is that I feel that that keeps me away from my spiritual path. Mm, ah, okay. But all these are just thoughts, so... Yes, they are. But if they're believed, then, then they're now true. Okay. You, you see? Because whatever is believed, well, well, that's what's showing up as, as true for you. Mm -hmm. so, so it's like, okay, I'm just going to drop that thought. But actually, if you believe it, you, you can't drop the thought because it's like... It, no, the evidence is there for me all the time. So then it's too late in the sequence, do you see? Mm -hmm. So, and some things anyway are on our destiny. And dissolve the thought, dissolve the thought, you know, it's still on your destiny as an experience. But however you relate to, to what's on your path, mm -hmm. that's the key. So if there's a pushing away or a pulling towards, invariably the mind is involved there because it's saying, what's right, what's wrong, what should I do? And it's wanting to do something so that I'll feel better. So at the end of the day, the ego is going to feel better. You see? Mm -hmm. 
when it's got to do with right and wrong. If we slip a little bit deeper than that, okay, we've, you know, creativity and alcohol go together. All right. It's like that for a lot of artists. It's like that for, you know, it's like, that, that's wiring for some people. That's how it works. And that battle of the two of them, you know, is your thing, no? It, it's mm -hmm. something that goes on for you. At some point, the value, no, the, the energy that goes into that kind of, uh, that dance, alcohol and wine, yes, no, yes, or wine and, and, and creativity, yes, no, yes, no. At some point, it's quite likely that you'd say, you know what? Chuck the two of them. Chuck it. Because a pull to making things simpler seems to happen. Whatever will give your mind more peace becomes more of a craving than for something in the world, creativity or wine. The pull for peace gets stronger than the pull for what's in your lifestyle. That's what tilts the balance. You see, and that's the layer that's going on deeper than I should and I shouldn't. It's like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't. Okay, that's up there. You can dance, you can dance. The whole dance will become a pin in the butt for you. You see? And it's like, okay, deeper than that, you know what? Forget it. What is my attachment to creativity? Is it okay that I'm not creative? Is it okay that this idea that there is an absence of wine today, can I drop that idea? So if you drop the two of those, the idea that creativity gives you something, it might give something to your lifestyle, but really... All it's doing is is offering something to the Naomi character. And what about if your attention is prior to the Naomi character? Then she'd be fine with it, without it or with it. It's scary. Ah. It is scary. Okay. That's where to go then. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because these are the things that keep us out in ego land, no? Keeps us out in our... In, in our mm. So, so stop all for a while? Yeah. See what happens when they're all, when it's all gone, when that whole debate is gone. Let the debate be gone. So it's not even like, okay, I'm giving this up for like six months and seeing how it goes. It's not even that. It's like, let it be gone from my life. It's like I was talking about yesterday about throwing away sex. Mm -hmm. A turning point happens. Like, you know what? Get rid of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of trying to work it out. I can't do it anymore. It's just get rid of it. If it never happens again, fine. I'm just sick of the dance with it. So being at that point of like, you know what? It's not worth it. You know, the headspace that it takes up, that whole thing, sinking beneath that, deeper than that. We're onto something potent for you, you know? Wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> sure. When you discover the depth of who you are, you know, when we when we do that, you know, the real depth beyond the beyond the entertainment value of of you know of what the eye is playing with in terms of my life and what's right, what's wrong. There's a whole. Drop down, drop down, drop down, drop deeper than your story. Who are you without your story? What's going on down there? You know? 
because you, certain things can't be fixed. Certain things, there isn't a right or a wrong. They're just not for fixing. They're just not. You know, it's how the ego recognizes itself. So, and religion will always tell you there's a right and there's a wrong. And that's grand for us, a certain guideline. But when you're kind of attending satsang, it's like, certain things are just kind of gray, you know? <laughs> They're just gray. The right and wrong doesn't apply to everything. But, but dropping deeper to where your story, your phenomenal human story, isn't valid at all. Being without all those ways that you have of knowing yourself phenomenally. Being without all of that. Who are you then? What's there? What's there? And sure, the first barrier, fear. You know, sure. Great. Wherever fear is, go after it. Go after it, go after it, go after it. It's hugely potent to go into where there's fear pumping. Because you have to transcend fear. Sooner or later, you've got to transcend fear. And by transcending, it's like completely and totally knowing it intimately so that it has no further power. No power at all of you. Because with ownership, I'm the one who's feeling fear. Right? There's me feeling fear. We've got two. We've got me and we've got fear and I don't like it and it's probably going to win. Do you know? Because fear is like, it's arresting and it's in charge. All right. So transcending it, it no longer has any power over you. So what you're going to have to do then, you've got to completely investigate it and find out, well, what is this? What gives it its potency? What, what really can it do here? And only you can do that investigation because you can intellectually read all about fear and deal with it in a particular scenario. But fear itself, fear itself, only you are the one who can really understand what that is and see that it's empty. Find out for yourself that it's empty. Then it has no power. Then it's just another emotion and it can run through and it's fine. And there's freedom. Yeah, there's freedom, you know. It's just like, sure, what, what can happen? What can happen, you know? It's just being human, you know. So then everything is enjoyed. Even shitty fear is enjoyed. You see? You know? It just can play its trick and, and does its thing and moves on, you know? Yes. So, fear is a story too. Yes, fear is a story too. Mm -hmm. Love is a story too. Yes, love is a story too. So emotions are all stories. It, the, the whole universe, the whole creation is a story. I mean, everything from the Big Bang is a story. And so all the human facets that we're talking about now, emotions, they're deep within the story. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I live in my mind most of the time. Okay. Um, I have awareness that I'm the observer or can be the observer. Mm -hmm. And... I've lived from that point more intensively in the last two years of my life. Um, I've dropped a lot of layers around my heart. Big things have happened in my life that have just ripped my heart open. Mm. Separation from my husband a few years ago. Um, my youngest daughter, who's 19, has a heroin uh, struggle, which is not my story anymore. It's not her story. And so she's doing really well. 
but that's been a, a long journey, but it ripped my heart open. Um, now I'm just grateful that it did. Mm. Um, my question, one of my questions is, there are a few things that come up, and I can do this periodically where I can see my life as a, a movie, and I did. Sometimes when someone was yelling at me or something, I could just sit back and just see them as a character on the stage or something. You know, okay. I've been able to do that okay. sometimes. Um, so that to me is like the observer. I have a hard time staying in where you're trying, where you've been trying to take us. I have a hard time. There's a lot of. Um, I, I connect a lot to the external world and get a lot from the external <coughs> world, and I want to turn that around. And so one of the questions I have is. How do you know when to process emotions from your story and when to pull back and say it's only a story? Mm. And I have a story that I can tell you (laughs) that we could process if you want, um, Uh which would help, unless you have an answer without a story, without needing a story. Okay. There's one thread that's come through all of what you said. You're the story. You're the story. So... In all of what you're saying, it's like there's me and then there's the stories. And my life is a story and I was caught in my daughter's story and my, the separation and my partner's story. And it's like, no, no, you're the story. You're talking about a story having a story. I'm after the root story. You're the story. Now, I, I, I actually get that. All right. I actually do get that. I yeah. actually have the awareness that the more I healed myself, the more... The people around me healed. Bring the mic a little bit closer. Um, I had, I, I actually have that awareness, but okay. again, that awareness is not something I live with every moment. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's kind okay. of like an awareness I have, but I don't live in that awareness. What I don't live in that you? heart. What stops you? What brings? What turns off that perception? Well, you know, fear resonated with me when you said fear, transcend fear, and. Um, completely investigating that, I kind of feel like maybe fear, uh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Another thing you said is a lot of the outside life kind of enriches you, you get a lot from the external world, I think was your phrase, something like that. What, 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 is there something lacking that you have to get that is compensated from the external world? I don't have joy. Ah. I don't, I, I remember myself, um, it's been, I, I don't remember a lot in my life that has been joyful, okay. even though I've, I have gratitude for an amazing life. Okay. I've had wonderful moments, wonderful, three beautiful daughters, great relationship, and actually my husband and I are back together again, but that's another story. That's <laughs> but that's kind of that's another story and it's kind of weird because I, I'm like can we just live in the now but I don't know how to live in the now yeah so I'm, I'm like fearful like I just want to well please don't come this weekend I'm not sure you know but okay. okay come this weekend and so like I'm like can we just live in the now and he's really cool with it it's like yeah yeah okay let's just do it let's just let's you know I'll be I'll be available whenever you're ready you know yes. but I think there's fear there. 
You know, there's like, I'm not living in the now, even though I want to live in the now and I'm putting it out there. I have the fear that, oh, what if I let this go? What if there's something better out there? Maybe I'm, this is really not my soulmate, you know, or I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm looking for joy, I think, and I'm not able to just live in the moment. It's like you're living in your head. Yes, I told you that from the beginning. I live in your head. <laughs> I have. I, yes, 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 yes. I live in my mind. And that was my first question Friday night. How do I drop from my, how do I run my whole life through my heart? That's what I would love to be able to do. Live in the now and just run everything. Like I was able to do it with Nathan when you did Qigong that one day, and you, and you said, just put your mind aside, and just, I ran everybody that I knew in that moment through my heart in that feeling, until it dissipated, that moment was gone. But I ran every daughter, my husband, everybody I, I could. In that moment, I ran it through, and it was so beautiful, it was like all I saw was love. That's what I want. Do you love yourself? Hmm. Nathan and I talked about this yesterday. I don't think so. Hmm. That's the only one that, I know. That, that you have to open your heart to. I know. Feels like there's a lot of patterns of where you're... You know, yeah, looking to the external world for, for just love. You're asking how, how to drop into your heart. How is a mind question? You know, how is a technique? And it's, it's actually, uh, it's a feeling. It's, we can't make a technique out of a feeling. It's, it's natural, it's innate. And the more we think about it, the further away from it we go. It's much closer than where one head, one's head can go. It's much closer, it's much more intimate. It's about you embracing you, you loving you unconditionally. Mm, yeah. The mind won't be able to make a technique out of that, so it might no, like see, it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get all that. I just don't mm -hmm. know how to do it, but I think maybe just being more still with myself would help. Stop criticizing yourself, Trump. Stop imagining there's a right and a wrong. Yeah. Just stop. What? Stop living in your head and the heart will happen. <laughs> do you know? Yeah. So the how, there isn't a how. It's the second that you notice it, you stop. You know, it's like your, your partner is, is saying, am I coming this weekend or not? Just like, give me a second. And it's like, okay, I'm not looking to my head for this answer. It's like, no answer is coming. So then say yes. You know, say, okay, we, we just open, 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 open. Say yes. If you're not sure, say yes. I'm not sure. Say yes. Okay. Yes. Well, nice. I said yes to this weekend. Good. I yes. wasn't sure, but yes. right. Okay. Yes. No, I didn't. Okay. I said yes. So I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning to let, like you say, the life force. Yeah. Let something live yeah. through you. Let, let live through me. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so the answer to my question about how do you know when to process emotions? Oh yeah. From <clears> your story and and to. And when to pull back? Okay, so if you've got a scenario and there's one that you're thinking of, you know, it's like, okay, we could process it or I could just pull back. If you don't process it, do you feel, what do you think? Do you feel that you'd be suppressing something? Looking well, for feeling now. Uh, 
I the sensation that I have is that I process it and then I quickly go to gratitude and forgiveness and love and feel that for that person. And then I think what's happened is that it comes up for another round. Mm-hmm. And I realize, okay, if it's coming up again, yeah. I didn't really deal with the emotions in the external world. Like one of my daughters will say, "Mom, I don't get. I have a feeling that you're really not sitting with this." Yes, okay. And so that's what the external world is mirroring back for me. So yes. I feel like that's what I do. I think that I process it, but I'm really not. <clears throat> yeah. And Ellen and I talked about this, and she can talk to you about that after I'm finished. But, <laughs> um, but she, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So you know that technique? That, that's fine and it'll work some of the time. But it feels like it brings the processing technique up into your head because you've got step by step and you're going to forgiveness and you feel love for the other person. Well, where are you in it? Where are you? It, it's, like, it's like there's some... That's ego too. That's ego too. Like, I want to quickly be able to be the loving one, be the forgiving one. That could be ego, too, right? Well, of course, of course. Yeah, of course. right? And, I have seen it that way before. But, yeah, I quickly want to get to that point where I'm the one who can love, love her no matter where she is yeah, at or whatever. Yeah, It's just like buying a theory. And sometimes, <clears throat> you know what? Sometimes you've got to caution let people go out of your life and I mean, leave space for all of it. It can go any which way. But it, it's like there's this kind of framework that's not seen, that's guiding your life. And it's got to do with getting it right. It's like you're trying to get it right. And, and there isn't a right and wrong. There isn't. It's a, that's a prison you've got yourself in. Two German parents. Oh, okay. That'll do it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Second generation American. Okay. German yeah. was my first language. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Yeah. That's that's a, that's an in though. Thanks. Yeah. It's it's about the framework. It's like what we're talking about is a product of a framework that's underneath, and the framework is running through all that you're saying. It's like you're trying to get it right, and it's like yeah, but does this woman love herself actually at all? Because the fastest way to heal the ego so that it matures and drops is to have unconditional self love for yourself. It's the fastest way of all to mature the ego so that it falls away. Unconditional self-love. Just <laughs> <laughs> standing there and it just... <laughs> you see how much I'm in my mind? I'm the only yes. one who brought my book up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. I have to share this with you. I, um, I went to, um, on Thursday night... Um, I'm, I'm with the Amala Foundation in town. It's a wonderful spiritual community. And um, there was a satsang on Thursday night, and I pulled the solar plexus. Ah, interesting. Yeah, which um, you described yesterday, if I, if I remember correctly, as um, not feeling very motivated. Um, for, for me, it's like not having creativity and having problems expressing emotions. Okay. So that's, that's part of it, too. Like, yeah. I feel like... I feel like not being able to run everything through my heart also means that I'm not able to express my emotions. Yes. You know? Yes. Like, I have never really been able to. I'm getting better, and my daughters are so grateful that I'm getting better. Um, so is my husband. But um, 
I've, it's been, I've expressed by buying people things and doing, you know, doing things for them, but um, somehow I, yeah, I have a hard time expressing emotions. Yeah. Do you think if you tapped into that part of you that there would be just an ocean of it? Yeah. Yeah. It's worth it. It's worth opening those floodgates and see whatever arises and being a, a heap on the floor for a week. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. So how do I open that up, I wonder? You accept the fact that you're not going to have control for a while. And you're going to let emotions have their way. Okay. German anymore? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 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 All right, thank you. Sure. Sure. Thank you for coming and sharing all of this. Um, I'm very grateful. You're very welcome. I love how you are providing the space to be able to take apart the false identities amidst the understanding of presence, because the the conundrum of presence and then the false identity and learning how to undo those pieces, um, I'm just very grateful that the conversation holds both. Holds both. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes. It took me a while to understand your speed in speaking. Mm. It (laughs) took me, I had to really (laughs) wait until I could understand, and it took me like 24 hours to understand. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I I thought I was slowing down. life has been a very uh, intense life where uh, this one has followed knowing and instinct and followed very little rules and and dogma and it's left the experience of being in this world but really not part of this world, but very engaged with the world, but not part of the world in a certain way. Yes. And it's been 
a powerful uh, journey and not. <laughs> um, the, the one, there's two pieces where identity gets very wrapped in on itself. One is, um, since I this since I was born, my body has this body has gone through and continues to go through many 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 challenges. Okay. Physical challenges, illnesses, hospitalizations, um, near death experiences, um, violence. I grew up in very violent atmosphere and. Um, I was uh, gang raped when I was 11 and left home, sent out of the home when I was 13 and grew up on my own. And it's been an intense life. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's intense. Yeah. However, there's a lot of, um, there, there is stillness. There is stillness and there is a watching of the unfolding of this one. And the body piece, the body piece, you know, the amount that's occurred in this body and continues to occur in this body is a hook. It's still a hook. I still can get, and why I say it's a hook is because the, the second piece I wanted to say is that there's this lingering, um, self-pity that lives and so there's silence and 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 witness and there's self-pity and they're 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 like walking together in a certain way and I'm sort of waiting I mean there's no rush to figure it out there's a waiting in a sense Mm -hmm. of being with the pity that comes, the body that's in pain, and then awareness that's aware. And so I don't know what to do in this mm -hmm. moment, and your invitation this weekend is, mm -hmm. is interesting because I want to see how to interface yes. Yes. those pieces. Uh-huh. Okay. Self-pity arises from a perspective that is based on judgment. Yes. Talk to me about that judgment paradigm that's, that's still valid for you. Mm. I can feel it. Mm. Um, it's the it's the part that says that this shouldn't be happening. This again, again, this shouldn't be happening again. There's an again to it. 
like this, this thread, when does this thread end? Will it end? And maybe it won't, but the mind says this shouldn't. Again, this again. Okay, so that tells me that it's locked into the, like the linear time belief, that linear time is very yes. strong there. Yes. Because that's, its ref, that's, that's where it's getting its potency. Yes. Again, we're yes. waiting for it to end. It's like, whoa, this is linear time talking. Yes. Okay? So it's like this, this thread of the matrix that, that you... It's like a ball and chain, you know? Some yes. part of it is locked into this part of this, yes. this matrix. It's a part of the grid that's just concrete for now. Yes. Okay? So we've got linear time. It's got judgment. It's got it shouldn't. It's got an expectation that something should shift. So it's looping itself. It's looping itself because, of course, everything passes. I mean, everything passes. Yes. But, but, but the way you're locked into time, it's not able to pass. Yes. You know? Yes. And what's holding it in its own loop is, is the right and wrong part. Is, why shouldn't it happen, actually? Why shouldn't it happen? It's like, it, it feels like from here that when it stops happening, it will be done forever. It's like, uh-uh, this, this, is, this is a recycling. This is the same story. It's like, mm -hmm. it, it's the one massive energy transforming and always, you know, manifestation is just turning the same lump of gold into jewelry and into a toilet bowl and into a crown and into a bedpost. And, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. and into people and it's the same blob of gold, you know, it's just mm -hmm. being molded into every shape. It's kind of like that. Yes. So, so the, every experience gets recycled and another version of it will continue on forever. There's no, th yes. this is what duality is. It's a recycling of experiences just, just for our consciousness to, to do what the heck it can. Yes. All right. So, so right now, consciousness is experiencing itself as though, as though it, there is absolute closure on some part of itself. So that if this stops, it will be stopped for good. So there can be an absolute closure. It's like, okay, you can have that idea, but there's also the idea out there, know that it recycles because... We know it recycles, you know, because yes. energy keeps just doing this. Yes, yes. So it's just having the opposite. So, so yes. you can hold on to the opposite, sure. If there is something within you that says, okay, next time, next life, we can do a repeat. I'm up for it. Sock it to me again. If you can do that in your gut, all right, now you're out. you've broken linear time you've broken the expectation that time if at a certain point in time it will end and it'll be over it's like uh, 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 at a certain point of time be ready for more authentically ready for more yes then you're out because you've broken the expectation with linear time do you see yes all right so we break the expectation linear time happens and we've got the opposite we've turned it on its flip now it'll crack Yes, somehow I've been holding linear time yes. with the body piece. Yes. Everything has been like, oh, more evidence, more evidence, yes. more evidence. Yes, linear time is the thread that has you locked. Right. Yeah, that's the concrete, the, the strong part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And your mind has just been chaining events together in order to give a stable identity. 
you know? Yes. You, you don't need that identity at all, actually. You know, you're able to participate in the world without, without story. Yes. You are, you know? Yes. But some part of you has imagined that, well, I, I need story and let's... And sometimes if we come in with a lot of light, you know, there is, there, there is a very deep experience in order to give us an identity. In, you know, we, yes. some of us really get dipped into deep suffering. Yes. You know, it, it, yes. in order to make something solid, something solid, because the framework is just too full of light. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. When I was three, I woke up from a nap and I woke up and wit I witnessed, there was witnessing of the woman who was my mother and the woman who was my sister and another woman. And they were watching television and I was not three. Yes. I was that full, yes. full, full. Yes and stayed in that state for a long time in this small body. Yes. And at some point, the harshness of the circumstances, which were very violent, you know, at some point, yes. that quieted down. Yes. <coughs> yes. Yes. It mutes the light. Exactly. Because something is not ready for it. So it's got to go into the depth. And it does a few things, you know. When we get thrown into the depth of darkness. It seems inappropriate because the contrast is so huge. Yes. But, but actually, it's bringing that light into the darkness. That's actually what's happening. It's penetrating that much light into the frequency of women and men who've, who've been exposed to that kind of pain that you were at 11. Yes. You know? Yes. It's like, vump! In, it's like, does the light never touch the dark? Not at all. The light goes into the dark and the light comes out. And it's actually unscathed. Mm -hmm. So we have to have linear time to hold it together. We have to have all these other structures to hold it together. Because your light isn't touched by it. Mm -hmm. Do you see? Mm -hmm. but, but, but yet something has to kind of, something has to register it. Mm -hmm. Of course, because it's breaking up that darkness. When you're dipping into that darkness, it's breaking up in some way. Mm -hmm. It's changing its meaning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so, so where is it going to, where are the components that get splintered off from that depth of darkness and suffering? Where do those components go? And they can't get internalized because the light is untouched. Actually, mm -hmm. it's untouched. Yes. You see? Yes. So, so, so it sticks on and, and builds together a whole framework, a grid, which is now at this stage of your life looking like self-pity. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. And when the self-pity occurs and the body is going through illnesses and there's awareness of it and there's awareness that somehow like that story those two stories is the compelling story about this life yes there's no other story there's that's no story. compelling it's right you see so so something huge and dramatic has to happen in order to have some story I because see. we're like you know, the ego isn't formed in the usual way, so it's like something, something dips you in. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> it serves its purpose. Yeah. But you've got enough skills now to be able to operate in the world, you know? Yeah. You don't need that framework anymore. 
Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> sure, of course. I have friends who help me. Oh, listen, I joined the gang. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we'll evolve a bit, you know. In 30 years' time, yes. that'll be fine. But right now, yeah, of course, it's pain in the butt trying to... How, how, how to do this? Thing. Yeah. 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 Thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah. So let those pieces fall away. Okay. You know, just, yes. you know what to do. Yes. <clears throat> and it, let the body show you the paradigm that suits it now. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Because, because, you know, cellular memory it, it happens, huh? Yeah. So, so as, as the, the energy that gave you some solidity to, so some sort of an identity, some sort of a story through your life, as that falls away with your understanding now and with the cellular memory can release, totally release, you know, because it, you don't need story. The body can be here without story, mm-hmm. you know, and it can get, it, it can get light again. Mm-hmm. It can get light again and it will be able to stay here with that lightness, you mm-hmm. see? Then have a look and, and see how the body shows itself to you. I'd be interested to see what your body would have to say when it drops the story and the self-pity vibration. Mm-hmm. If it's not holding that. Yeah. 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 Let's see. Yeah. Let's see what, what it looks like then. And sure, it'll, you know, it could easily be a, a very sensitive body that you've got to watch and that you've got to keep clean and you've got to keep healthy. That's very likely. Mm-hmm. As we evolve, sure, you know, there's much more of awareness now about organic and stuff coming out. Okay, it's great. And there was a time when I couldn't put any junk into this body. And it's like, no, I'm going to get more robust. No, I'm not. I'm not a vegetarian anymore. And I'm drinking alcohol again. And I'm like, no, I'm getting more robust. That's it. Mm-hmm. Just, I just got to go right into whatever it is. That's regular life. What are the components of regular life? And that's what's going on here. You know, to like, come on, come on. This can be integrated. Right. You see? Yeah. So, so to find your own path in that. Maybe it needs to stay apart for a while. Maybe the integration part is done because it was diving into that depth. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Mm-hmm. So, so really, really listen to the body and see what, what does it need in order to just be itself. Yes. Without its anchor from the other from the self-pity vibration and all that that has, has held. Right. Right. What's it like outside of linear time? What's it like? Yeah. And allow it to redefine itself. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Your body has been trying to process uh, linear time and that whole concrete structure, that part of the grid, been trying to process that. For you, you know, mm-hmm. but it's shifting now. Mm-hmm. It seems to be its own life that's occurring, and um, aware. There's just awareness of of its occurring, <laughs> you know, yes. without much. Yes. Um, 
identity to it, but except that self-pity piece. Yes, oh, yes. That's the piece. To, yeah. That's the piece, yeah. Okay. Will you come back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to, sure. <laughs> we want it. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. You're very welcome. Are you saying you're able to eat less organic now? Oh, yeah. 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 Every now and then it's like, have to eat at home. You know, my husband would be driving home from work, you know, and I work from home. And, and he'd be driving home from work. Okay, what are we doing for dinner? And I'm like, I can't eat out. I can't. I'll hold on. I pull something together from the fridge, you know. I can't. I can't eat out, you know. I, like, that, that happens very strongly every few days. It's like, I have to cook it myself. And, and sometimes, like, in a restaurant, I'm like, I'm able to tell you what the chef was thinking. I'm literally able to tell you what the chef was thinking. You know, it's like, oh my God, there's a domestic argument going on here, you know? Like, yeah, totally, totally. It's just like, and when that sensitivity starts to build, it's like, okay, Jack, two days of eating at home all the time, or it's bringing out something, you know? Tupperware, you know? You know, so, so yeah, so it's getting there. It's getting there, you know? Yeah. And it, it feels like that's it's a progression to get, for the body to get more robust and, and, and more dense, really, to be able to cope better in the world. That that's a kind of a progression for it, you know? It does, it does feel like that. Just as sensitivity can be egoish or something, I, I, for me, I think. It's, yeah, for me, it's, it, it's more of an evolution. Uh -huh. it's, it's, like, it's like integrating what, what would be housed very well in an ashram, integrating it in regular married life in the south of the US. Like, thump, there you go, make it work. <laughs> you know, um, and, and discovering well, what's involved there, what are the body's needs of it, you know, and, and starting to get fit has been a really important part of it. You know, just, just, just getting fit, you know. I can just sit down and sit at the computer for 12 hours a day, no problem, and completely forget, you know, about the body's needs. So it's like, come on, come on, get fit, out, walk, out, 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 you know. Take that calcium, you say. Yes, 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 exactly. Take whatever is needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 uh, you know, the fullness of being human, really, it's about that. It's about having all the aspects of being human, uh, allowing it space to, to, to tell this body mind what it needs, you know, and, and what's going on and, and responding to that, you know. Yeah. So do we need to believe about the doctor telling us what we need to take? Gosh, I don't know. I'm not a pro doctor person. That might change, but <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Like I've come from a different culture, and here, here, it, it, it's just bizarre the, yeah. the the power that pharmaceuticals have. It's like alien to my thinking. So, so I, I wouldn't be objective there because I just think it's nuts to take anything chemical, pretty much, unless unless you need an antibiotic or something. But why would you take anything chemical? It's like my God, the body will heal itself. It'll just just create space for the body to heal itself, and it, it will from a lot of things. You know, keep your blood alkali, be sensible, you know. Um, if, you've got to work it out for yourself. <laughs> really, you know. Hi there.
curious about um, so for a while there was there was a, a lot of seeking energy and um, and then sort of when I kind of coming more from a, an, an indirect a progressive path and then discovering direct and then um, realizing how silly like the whole concept of seeking is. Yes, okay, yeah. And um, and also how it just, not even how silly, but just how it took me away from what was very natural. And... Yeah. <laughs> good. Um, and then there was sort of a, a little bit of a retreating period of time, more from, from life, like not not super engaged, just a lot of time in silence and... Uh, just resting, I guess I would say. Um, and then the pendulum moved a little bit the other way. I realize this is a story, but okay. um, where it was like when I moved into life, um, all of a sudden it wasn't, it was difficult to be in life. Like it was really easier for me to be on the cushion or something or on retreat. I was, and then in life, um, like a, it would it would dissipate, or I, I um, felt very separate. And so, recent for a while now, there's been a lot of engagement in life, and more a lot more ease mm-hmm. and relaxation into mm-hmm. um, and joy, and just uh, and the question for me is around. Like without a seeker, the assessing where I am or um, becomes confusing, and also kind of making um, like the seeker sort of was about like would kick my ass and would push and would mm-hmm. you know right so mm-hmm. now that doesn't make sense anymore because it's all ego, okay, right, yeah. like directing the show so. I guess it's and, it, and this may like I don't I don't tend to have a lot of questions I don't tend to have a lot of struggles like not a lot of drama, um, you know stuff comes up but not it doesn't feel like it has a big grip, but I want to also make sure that I'm not camped out in a cul-de-sac yeah. or I'm not complacent. I mean it's not um, it's not complete. You know I don't feel like it's not. Um, so I guess it has to do with like I want to make sure I'm not being complacent. Yes. As, right. So. Yes. Tell me about when the seeking stopped. What 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 understanding came? How how come? Tell me what happened there. I. Um, was it an idea you read? Was it something that uh, showed itself to you? It was more of just like recognizing that I was actually. You know, on retreat, running. To, I was late for like a meditation, and I was I was kind of serving the retreat. So it was like, um, so I was like, oh my gosh, and I'm running to get there, and and nervous. And then I was like, this inquiry came, like, where are you going? Like, like, what are you, where are you going? Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, like, you know, and like, what is meditation? And just, yes. um, I think maybe maybe to just make it simpler, it was more of a sense of that. In 
when I when there's when relaxation happens, there's just a a presence. And uh, yeah, just like the relationship between ease and um, and silence for me. Um, and seeking distracts you from that, or. Well, seeking just seems like it's um, it's coming from the uh, like seeking is a striving, yes, and seeking is trying to get somewhere versus okay. um, you know that yes, um, yes, that seeking keeps the but, seeker alive. Yeah, and when I look, every like there's there's a fullness like right here, and. Uh, is the seeking missed in some way? Well, it's uh, the ego misses it because there's a referencing there. You know, yes. it knows, like, it's easier to know where you are and in the, um, like, in the functional world when I have goals in my business or something like that, like it's very practical and easy to see. Yes. And then the, um, in the, not the non-functional, but in the non-symbolic world, maybe to say, um, there aren't a lot of reference points, maybe to say it that way. So that's the only thing that's absent is the reference point that comes from the seeking. Yeah, I would say, so that's, yeah, that would be one piece. Um, I think it's just easy to, there's a concern for, um, uh, around complacency, and it, and it seems like it's so easy to, um, like the world is full of people, I'm going to use a metaphor, but the world is full of people halfway up the mountain. You know? Yes, yes. And, um, and so I guess what's, what the concern is, is um, even as there's, a, there's not drama and there's a lot of joy and there's, mm -hmm. like my life works functionally well, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and um, the stillness is here. There's a concern that maybe um, without the seeker to kind of yeah. kick my ass a little bit that I'm just I could be um, in a cul-de-sac stalled. Yeah, has a movement that is not owned by a seeker because that's gone. Has a movement shown itself to to refine the body mind character to continue to refine it? Like, like, like being available for processing should stuff come up. Mm. Like when you say processing, emotional processing or? Yeah, or some blind spot or, mm -hmm. you know, stuff that... The seeker would have taken care of before. Mm -hmm. Does it happen in any way now, or has all of that stopped? Mm. 
the refining of the character, really, because that's what it is. I mean, there's still, there's a lot of refinement of the character, but it's uh, like, um, but they're, you know, it's more like a skill set in a business, like, oh, I need to learn more about that, or, oh, I um, I'd like to get physically stronger here, so I'm going to do some, so, but, I mean, they're, um, uh, so, so there are kind of refinements that happen, Uh you know. Is, you know, the kind of refinements that kind of come to the fore when you're in an intimate relationship or someone presses your buttons Mm -hmm. and you kind of work, you kind of got to work out, oh gosh, you know, I I need to change that pattern because it just causes them pain or something. Mm -hmm. It kind of comes up like that. Mm -hmm. Do those scenarios happen or, or is your life kind of insular? Um, yeah, no, the, those scenarios come up. So, okay. um, yeah, no, those scenarios come up, and there's and there's work when you know when there's okay. dramatic, um, like there was a there was a dramatic separation, like a divorce, and that was okay. um, that was a um, uh, like a very challenging and very wonderful experience. Okay, that makes sense. Like okay, a, so was the seeker in charge of directing that, or was there another movement that was uh, processing the character through a divorce? Yeah, no, there was another movement of just, like, vulnerability. Okay, trust that movement. Trust it. That that needs to have its way with you, that natural movement, because the, the reference point disappears, but, but other things need to be in place to... to to, to continue the work that mm-hmm. was owned by the seeker, mm-hmm. okay? The only thing that the seeker gives you that will not be there now is the reference point. Mm-hmm. That's why I was poking around. Is there anything else missing besides, are all the other things happening mm-hmm. without the reference point? There is no reference point. There is no reference point at all. Mm-hmm. And it'll get even more dissipated than what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, because the reference point is me, myself, I. It's self-referencing mechanism. That's what burns out when the ego goes. Mm-hmm. Self-referencing. Yeah. So, so there's no self-referencing point. There really isn't. It goes. And, and right now, from what you're saying, it feels like the 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 presence, the stillness, and joy is being used as a reference point. Mm. Let even this go. The body does that, you know, a joy mm-hmm. arises and pa- can, don't let that be a hangout place. That's kind of the non-dual pitfall. It's like, you know, that's the non-dual place to hang out. And, 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 and it's nice, sure. And, and pretty much the story is over. You know, it's all over. The seeker is dead and there's nothing to get and, and the natural state prevails. But it becomes a reference point because there is some level of identity still there. Mm-hmm. Identifying with something with that experience or even identifying with the absolute because I am that mm-hmm. you know Nisikadatta even got caught in it until he said God the title of that book oh it's so misleading you know he saw it of course mm-hmm. you know you see everything if you're committed to mm-hmm. a bit of integrity you know mm-hmm. so okay so as you go the reference point of, of how it is right now don't stick don't stick don't stick say okay if that sense of presence goes fine it goes it might just Come and go, but 
Don't hang out there. Let it get absolutely and totally empty. Total void, emptiness, emptiness, emptiness. No reference point. And it's weird. It's as though, you see, language is, is, is a pain in the butt here because it's like, it's like I'm saying no reference point is your res reference point. We've only got dualistic language. And in a way, that's kind of it. No reference point is the reference point. But you're, it's like the ego. You're only going to know when there is a reference point. You're mm -hmm. not going to know mm -hmm. when there's no reference point. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. So the more you're hanging on to a reference point, drop the reference point. Drop the reference point. And it creates a space for pure consciousness to be unmanipulated by the ego. Pure consciousness to completely and totally be managing the show so that no concept directs your action but it's all coming from that other place and mind is playing catch up mm. mind is just a, you know a few seconds behind and it's just interpreting the movement in order for functioning to happen that's where it's heading so that no concept directs uh, directs your behavior no concept at all that's liberation that's that's the one way after that's the other <laughs> milestone way after awakening Okay, that's the map. Mm -hmm. Now, are thoughts believed? Uh, sometimes, but not. They don't seem to have a huge. Um, like um, they're believed, but not for a long time. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it'll be a short. Um, yeah. It'll, it'll be a short, but they're definitely believed. I mean, on a on a daily basis, a, a lot, but not. Um, uh, yeah, they don't stick. They don't. They don't seem to stick. Uh -huh. They don't. Um, okay. And, and then, yeah. Okay. Here's something to look for. When thoughts are presented, when mind is doing thought, mm -hmm. there's a believability quality that is attached to thoughts. If you can see the believability, then 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 the believability doesn't happen automatically. Mm. Like when you don't see something, you're sucked in. Mm -hmm. Do you know, it's like before you start observing, you're sucked in and then you're like, oh, I see it. And you've yeah. got a distance from it. Mm -hmm. I'm inviting you to get a distance from a believability quality, which is attached to a thought. Mm -hmm. Have a look for that. So like, it's like, oh, gosh, OK, this morning, what thought was believed? Or like 10 minutes ago, was there a thought being believed? Is there a thought being believed mm -hmm. right now that you're here and that Jack's here and that we're talking on? Is, is this being believed, this scenario? Mm -hmm. So that which is presenting this to your intellect in order to for functioning to happen there's a believability quality attached mm. yeah let it be seen okay and then thoughts can be there but they're not believed they're absolutely not believed and you know that my god i'd have to crank up the believability capacity of my brain in order to go there mm. does that make sense mm -hmm. yeah it's an interesting thing to see it's like bloody hell mm -hmm. it's, like, it's just it was just a gap there's there's this whole no man's land called believability, which I didn't spot. It was just thoughts were being believed. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. See the believability? Watch it, watch it, watch it. It's the space before mm -hmm. thought. And once you see it, it's like they're no longer believable. They're just, they're just not believable. Mm -hmm. So then they have the equanimity. They're all the same. Mm -hmm. They're just thoughts to enable functioning to happen. And there's no plugging into them. Not even for 30 seconds. There's no plugging into mm -hmm. thoughts. They're never believed. You see? And it realigns itself in a much smoother way. There's, there's, a, there, there's a clearer flow between that which moves through the form 
and the the shape and colour and story that mind puts on something in order to enable functioning to happen. There's a clearer flow. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then it's like what you really are flows through it. And somewhere along the line, there's the sense of presence and existence and joy. And, and, but they just come in along the way. Mm-hmm. And none of them is like, I'm hanging there. Mm-hmm. There's no hanging place. None. Mm-hmm. This trajectory of pure consciousness from the beginning of time, this trajectory all arises up from that which you thought you were. Mm-hmm. It just arises through this form and identity and existence come in along the way. And there is no hangout place at all. This trajectory is totally smooth. It's an organic, natural progression and it's all dream material. Making sense? Yeah, because I can... Um, like, because when... Uh, when I sit, like all of the, I don't know how to explain this, but everything drops, like yes. everything, and I, and it's almost funny, like a, there's yes. almost like, oh my gosh, like yes. all those things that I was believing, you know, yes. and, and very quickly they'll drop. But meanwhile, they were like, during the day, there was, you know, there was all these kind of like handholds I was holding on to, yes. of, like, oh, I need to do that. Yes. Like need to. Yes, need to, yes. <laughs> you know, and believed that you, you needed know, to. Yes, you know, yes. Or so... So the, the invitation to really look at um, just the believability of any thought yes. as a... Yes. Yeah. And, and you can hear the body-mind saying, I need to do that. I need to write that email. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and there's a little giggle behind mm-hmm. it, you know? Like, un- until the giggle stops. And, and mm-hmm. you're just like... Mm-hmm. This, is, this is just language. It's the natural movement of the functioning mind setting up a task. And you're so not buying it, you know? But it just enables functioning to happen. All fine. Mm-hmm. So then there's no rising up for it to drop. Mm-hmm. It's never... It doesn't even rise up. It doesn't yeah. even rise up. Yeah. But yet it's there in its illusory fashion. It's still there. Can you get a, can you get a taste yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay. Yes, I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a little window. Look, oh, look, yeah. Look in here, look in here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And then the um, the other invitation that I'm hearing is around the uh, like no reference points, but at the same time there's a just a, a trusting because um, I think the ego references things to yes. find out because the ego's like where like where could I be falling short you know where, where, yes. where like what's the next yes, invitation? Yes, it has to make everything right? about itself. Yes, yeah, yeah, uh, and kind of the invitation of um, I mean, it's, it's nothing for you to hold on to. And in your instructions, it's so funny because it's so yeah, it's yeah. great. There's nothing at all. Yeah, not even presence. Yeah. Don't go there. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Not even that. Not even that. But just to trust, but, but to just yes. sort of. Um, trust or open to the yes it, it's a deepening of surrender really mm-hmm. there's a little deepening of surrender there mm-hmm. to really you know drop every idea of a reference point mm-hmm. that requires a bit of surrender mm-hmm. but not only that though because that's just um, but it's also there's a the other piece that I'm hearing is like trusting this yes um, yes this thing that happened you yes. know when there were you know when it needed <clears throat> to happen yes Yes. Yes, totally get out of the way Mm -hmm. and let it do its thing. 
and, and, and your mind will line up to serve it, to mm-hmm. serve it. It's like, oh! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because the ego imagines that it has to do something. It, mm-hmm. it really does believe it has to do something, you know. So it's good to engage trust with that part of the mind that, that was holding that idea in place. It's like, give that trust. That's what we're doing really, you know, we're feeding that there. Yeah. How do you know, though, the, um, if, uh, if there's like a, a lack of surrendering to, um, to presence or to vulnerability, um, Like, what's your, do you, do you have a compass there to see if there's? For myself, it's like it's just a clear trajectory. It's, it's, it's just a clear pathway. There, there, there's, the idea of surrendering at this point doesn't make any sense at all. What would be surrendering to what? There's no division at all. Mm-hmm. That there's no division anywhere. There's no division in my perception. You see, so so for something to trust something or to surrender to something, I, I don't have two anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just don't have two. Mm-hmm. So the parts that are still two, we we do these things. No, we trust. We 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 drop control. We 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 do these things, and it's like it brings together the parts that still imagine that there's two. Mm-hmm. But from here, there, there just isn't two, so it doesn't make any sense for myself. It's like, uh, what, what, be surrendering to what? I, can, I can't find it, you know? I can't find that. Well, if you were to go back to the... Um, like, go back. I mean, okay. that, so now, like, how did you know um, before the shift happened for you? I don't know what it really looked like. I can imagine what it looked like, but I don't know. The next step always comes sooner or later, you know? Mm-hmm. Guidance came from somewhere in some shape or form, either in meditation or through a book or through... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Next step came. Because there's a desire um, to accelerate this, Okay. you know, here. Mm. You know, there's a... Mm. You know, to um, like go red hot instead of going, you know, just kind of like a, a slow, you know, okay. gentle pastel simmer or something. Like <laughs> okay. Like, like, okay. Like, Is there a lack of patience? Um, so I don't think okay. that's it I think okay. it's it's more of um, I mean I don't that doesn't seem like there's value in and um, you know take decades and you know like let's just you know yeah I, I get that but at the same time that desire must come from something that wants something that mm-hmm. desire must come from an expectation I'd be after the expectation rather than trying to turn up the heat. Mm. 
What's causing that desire? What's, what's... So it's plugging into linear time. It's an idea that, that there's some, some kind of place to get to or something. It's like some mm-hmm. residue of the seeker. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how would you know if you got there? How would you know? There'd be an absence of that thought. Right. It might be as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's creating that thought? How come you're buying that thought? Mm-hmm. That's what I'd be after. Don't believe any thought. Don't believe any of them. They're all creating a wild story just to keep the show going. Just to try. It's like little seeds of, of the residue of the seeker are just, 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 what about this? What about this? Just little bits of it. It's like, mm, let's just clean this up a bit. Mm-hmm. Every desire to, to turn up the, the temperature. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what's, what's that? What's that? What's, what's not like, this is how it is? Well, it's more, I mean, I guess it's more not wanting to fuck it up because it's, there's a, there's a sense like, because, um, there, because there's, um, relative, it's a pretty good dream right now or it's pretty, you know, and so it's like, well, um, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I don't want to like, you know, so there's. So is there a you who's kind of like heading for enlightenment? Is there a you who, who's wanting well, there's, enlightenment? There's, like? a, there's sort of like a... a uh, the mind it, um, is... Uh, it's concerned, I guess, that it's just going to be like, well, that's... Um, Unless there's massive pain or something, or something extremely difficult happens, which which inevitably happens to everybody, mm-hmm. um, there's going to be a um, there isn't going to be movement. I guess that's the ah. that's the belief. The belief is that ah. um, wow, you know, ah. pain seems to spur um, uh, transformation. Um, and so because there's... Uh... Okay, it's time to get subtle. <laughs> the movement is in the subtleties for you. It's the subtle stuff I'm after. What do you mean? Mind is doing a subtle game on you. Mm. It's alive through the subtleties. Because as long as there's kind of like a... Gosh, a, a big whammy would help. And it's like, actually, you're missing the subtleties. The subtleties is where you can evolve more, grow more. And there's a lot of little subtleties hanging around. M- mind has just changed its, its, it, it, how it looks. It's changed its game plan for you. Mm. It's in the subtleties. Watch the subtleties. Mm. There's a stage of refining. Just watch the details. Get detail-oriented for this phase. Might shift mm-hmm. again, might not. And what might that look like? What we've been talking about. It's like the little things will make all the difference for you. The no reference point. Mm-hmm. The, the desire for a, a big oomph. The, you know, the, mm-hmm. the things we talked about. Mm-hmm. They're just little subtleties. But this is where mind is hiding out. It's like, oh, he's, he's looking for kind of, he, he, has, he has an idea that, that the big thing spurt great growth. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's just divide ourselves and go into all this little thing and hang out and get the story going here. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what's going on, you know? You know? 
he doesn't have a reference point, but actually he does. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> keep him in that paradox. That's duality going just fine. It's like this for you. It's like mm-hmm. it's in the subtleties. Okay. It's in the subtleties for you. Okay. Yeah. Don't expect any big whammy. There isn't. There isn't. Figure out if you ever believe that you are whatever your name is. <laughs> Not your name, sorry. But you know. Is he ever believed to be you? Mm-hmm. Do you believe you are this guy? Mm-hmm. Go after that. Like, who are you? And with absolute certainty, can you figure out who you are? Mm-hmm. Absolute certainty. And you, do you ever leave that identity? Mm-hmm. And when that's solid, now we drop that identity. Be identity-less. <clears throat> These are the biggies for you. Mm-hmm. It's inside, it's not outside. Mm-hmm. Got it. <clears throat> Unless you're completely kidding yourself, but I don't think so. Okay. Great, thank you. Sure. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Will we have a little stretch? Okay, yes. let's, let's can I just have a show of hands of afterwards yourself. You want to come? Yes. Okay, Donald, you're up, and Shadow. Okay. All right. Uh, just a five minute little break. <laughs> Donald. So, um, the lady that was talking about the pain in her life and, and the hospitalization, you. Uh, one thing that you said at one point to her that went bam to me was, you said, maybe that's your destiny. Uh-huh. And I'm saying, wait a minute. That's like 180 degrees from everything that I've heard you say all weekend. Really? Okay. Okay. Embrace it all. <laughs> all of it. All of it is valid some of the time. Okay. <laughs> also, will let me throw in synchronicity. Sure. Cool. You know, okay, from a normal human perspective, we usually we usually say something is synchronistic <coughs> simply because our mind has noticed how the grid is working. It's all a friggin' grid. Really, it's a matrix. Even a car accident, everything is synchronistic. Every single detail is synchronistic. Everything. Everything. You mean there's no accidents? There's no accidents at all. Really, there isn't. Nothing. It's, it's, it's an exquisite matrix. Exquisite. You know, and all the parts moving in. Like, okay, so, some people get to see uh, the unity consciousness, the interconnectivity of everything in very psychedelic ways and some people don't even get to get that it's all all connected they jump over that step all right it doesn't really matter but can you imagine so if 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 you saw um saw the energy that is between every one of us and between you and the wall and between you and the ceiling and you and the floor and like if you take it that you know, and what the bleep do we know? They were they were showing that when when you bounce the ball, you actually don't ever touch that basketball that you're bouncing. Right. There's actually no point of contact. But it's like I'm feeling it, and I can feel the texture, and it's gravelly, and it's you know, you can say that. But actually, we don't even touch it. So, so what is it that's touching what? Amplify that. Amplify that. There are layers and layers and layers that that are between every physical thing. So every layer is moving in and out, expanding, there are more, there are less. And it sometimes it appears like that to me, do you know? And it's like, whoa, 
Okay, it's one, it's one huge big glob blob, the whole friggin' galaxy. It's one big glob, do you know? So, so the, the, it's like, how can we even imagine that things are separate? Like, what is that filter that, that just wants to see a physical boundary and then imagines that space is nothing? Space is nothing? Good God, I mean, it's full of spooks and air and, you know, you know and chemicals and bacteria and I mean like there's a gazillion things in it and that's just normal stuff you know like there's dimensions slicing between between us right now it's rich but it's all it's, it's all interwoven with each other it's all interconnected so you know that's that's one way of that unity consciousness shows itself to you the interconnectedness of everything you know so so what was your question I'm, I don't know where well, I rather should answer there. So you mean there's no accidents? Oh, no accidents. <laughs> <laughs> I went off in a rant. Okay. <clears throat> so, so how how these f physical 3D parts intermingle with each other? See, we seem to be quite obsessed with it because we're 3D and we've got we've kind of filtered out everything else that's not 3D and we we want to see everything as 3D. We're just comfortable with that. We see. Such a little tiny piece of what's in front of us. Such a tiny piece. But it's just enough to make us be able to function well. So, so how, how can there be an accident? How would we imagine there's an accident? I suppose if we, if we don't include the full range of possibilities in every moment, and when something is outside of our level of expectation, we can call it an accident, I guess. That seems to be the criteria of an accident. Do you know? But somehow it's outside of our realm of expectation. Okay, then we have accidents. But if there's a total openness for everything all the time, then, then what's an accident? What's an accident, you know? It depends on the level of perception that's running, doesn't it? You know? Could you say just more about destiny? So if oh, yeah, destiny sure. is okay, is it, is it valid some of the time, then what? give an example where a validity of destiny in her life, let's say. Mm. Okay, you get a really good astrologer and they will see exactly when, when, uh, when big yeah. trump. What, what is that? You do your astrology chart and it'll mark, mark the death of your parents. It will mark when you finished formal education. It will, it will find, you know, within a couple of days when you got married. I haven't done it, but I do believe that yeah. that's true. I, I How do, was that I, depicted? Yeah. From it's, it's the just, stars? Yeah. No. You know? Right, like, right. Yeah, sure, the body-mind has a destiny. It's got a general trajectory, you know? The, the major things are there. They're set up. They're set up. But if you see that there are no individuals, then destiny is no longer valid. Because you must have a, a body-mind that is responding to a constellation. We're taking out a part of the whole matrix to find its destiny. Okay. Do you see? So there's a destiny for so. an individual. Could you say that one more time? So there's the destiny is is applicable for an individual because there must be an in, there's a, a body mind whether there's an ego attached to it or not but there is a body, a body mind, mind that has a destiny. Okay. The major things are going to happen the way they're going to happen and the rest of it well maybe it's that our astrology isn't isn't finely tuned enough to to get really really hone it down. That'll probably come. 
Do you know? We're kind of puppets, really. We just like to think we've got free will and all that stuff. But really, we're just puppets, you know? No, what we are is outside of all of this, you know? And then we drop that identity again. But Okay. So so the destiny for the body-mind, sure, sure. We're, astrologers are pretty good now at getting a, you know, marking all the key points. How come? How come? What is that? Don't know. Hmm. So whatever destiny is there for the body-mind. Okay, I'll tell you a story. Um, when, I met, when I met this chap over here, Derek, um, we met at Christmas, and there was an odd email, and then in April, uh, we had a Skype in March, I think, and then in April, I was like, okay, I'll come over and see you. I was coming to Asheville to do a retreat, and I said, okay, I'll come, come back to Florida and see you for a few days, and... I want the name of a motel down the road if it doesn't work, you know, because I mean, this was very fresh. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> that worked fine. And then the following, between then and July, we were over and back. You know, he was coming to Ireland and I was coming over and back. And when he came to Ireland in July, and I thought, okay, I'm going to introduce him to me, my mother and my family and stuff, because, okay, you know, this, this might be something. And I brought him to a stone circle in Ireland. Uh, that, that's always been a very potent place during the when I was on a spiritual path. It's just got a beautiful energy. It's an ancient, ancient stone circle. It's two and a half thousand years before Christ, and it's 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 still there, you know. Um, and so so I was just standing at the entrance of it, which is just two huge stones as opposed to the smaller stones all around. So I was standing at the entrance of it, just I was like God, I'm exhausted. I'm telling Derek, you know, just walk around it, see what you think, see if you feel any energy at all. Let's see. What do you think? It's like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. Oh, jeepers, what's wrong with me at all? You know, and I was leaning against the rock. I just closed my eyes for a minute. And clear as day, it's like, your your body, your life force is starting to deplete now. And by the age of 50, you'll die, basically. Your body's going to end. Okay, fine. Like, fine, whatever, you know. And... the alternative is that that if you pair up with somebody else, if somebody comes in to support you, then then a new trajectory can happen, you know, and a new a new path can open up. I'm like, okay, whichever, whichever. And there's no part of my being that was like, yes, no, I like, I don't, I mean, nothing. Those reactions don't happen. It's just like, okay, it's a piece of information, and that's an opposite path. All right, sure, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And what I am is what happens. And I'm not that concerned about the Jack character. You know, it's like my attention is on what is real, you know. So the story anyway came to the Jack character. Okay, or I can partner up with somebody else and and life can take a different path. Okay, that's fine. I was like, jeepers, I have to sit down. I have to sit down. There was a little stone. And I came in and into the circle and I sat in a little stone. Oh, my God. All right, okay. Where is he anyway? What's going on? And at that moment, he gets up. I was leaning against him. He gets up and he comes over. And he comes over on one knee and he says, will you marry me? And I'm like... <laughs> and out of my mouth came, yes. <laughs> and then mine just goes, you know, that's it. That's it. This is the way it's going to go. This body isn't going to die. This body is going to get stronger. And that's the support. Whereas my mind before that never said, oh, who would come in and support? Nothing. None of that stuff happens. Do you know? It's just literally how it unfolds. So even though there isn't an individual identity here with a destiny, 
there's clearly, there's clearly I was going to get married again. There's clearly he was the one. It, like that must have been there someplace. I, I would love to know what, what would my chart have said? I'll die at 50 or, or that at 47 I'll go off and get married again. You know, I don't know. So it plays out whether you interfere with it or don't interfere with it. It plays out. Even if you're not there, decisions get made. It moves in a particular direction. The destiny is there for the body-mind. Like it, not like it, fight it, react to it, don't react to it. It's still going to play out. Thank you. <laughs> that was my question. Okay. <laughs> sure. Thanks for the question. <laughs> Hi. Um, I don't have a very clear, I, I've been very clear and peaceful the last couple of days and this morning I've just been like a mess okay. inside. Okay. And so I'm glad you mentioned your relationship because I think that is sort of the hook for me is uh, the intimate relationship obsessiveness that I have about it right now in my life I guess for the last year okay yes so um, it's distracting are you in a relationship I am okay yes so describe <laughs> what this obsession is what goes on for you how do you connect um, with the relationship well, it's been a tough year because um, we've both sort of been in a crisis in our own world, um, but we knew each other for nine years and had this, it, anyway, we were at a point where we both were not married, so yeah. we wanted to, uh, mm. and um, so anyhow, my relationship with the relationship has been yes. um, one of longing or needing um more or something different or having this fil basically a filter that says um, if he does this or that it means these things and ah. I've, I've cleared a lot of that actually a couple of weeks ago it that doesn't mean that he doesn't love me that doesn't mean I'm not important that doesn't mean um, he doesn't adore me so that that sort of has that has shifted for me and it's been I've there's there's a lot of freedom in that for me and for him, obviously. Um, so I don't know. I was just sitting here, and what came up is this um, fear of uh, being lied to or cheated on or something. And I and and I, as I was sitting there, I remembered, you know, my first relationship, my first sexual experience was with someone who did end up. He was lying about basically everything and was with other women. And I think that is something I just want to, I'm, mm. I'm just a... It's alive again. It's alive in a way, yeah, with him. And I know that all of this is fuel and it's, it's an opportunity for me to really grow and go. Because when I'm in pain, I go in. 
you know, and okay. otherwise I'm like, oh, things are great. So I'm totally distracted <laughs> by, you know, him and the three kids and, you know, just fantasizing and, oh, I want to change this. And, you know, and I'm, uh, I don't want to be that anymore. And, okay. I'm not even sure what I'm saying right now, it's actually. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm exhausted. I, you know, I could like the last two nights I wanted to just be with myself in my own space and the whole night that I was awake, I just was like, okay, this is a perfect opportunity to just you know, practice going prior and being aware and, and then nope, my mind's like, oh, but let's think about this. Oh, and that was so fun, this thing. And, you know, it just all about him and us and the kids and the house and just, it's like the mind is really entertained and entertaining, I guess. Somehow. Yes, yes. Do you have any meditative practice or a practice where you start managing your mind might be a really good idea yeah i really don't i read yeah. a lot i listen a lot i think i know a lot i believe a lot i just don't have a very specific practice yeah yeah <clears throat> okay there's a few things a few things <clears throat> it, it feels like it'd be perfect time to start training your mind to go in yeah because you're beginning to get a bit pissed off about the outward focus yappity 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 yap yeah. You know, and if, if you need pain to pull you in, it's like, mm, let's go in without pain. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't and, need the red hot. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> or I, I, I would prefer to yeah, yes. not have that. Yes, indeed, indeed. Okay, so to train your mind to be inward is something that you can do. Okay. You literally give it time every day religiously. 10 minutes will do it. 15 would be great. But 10 solid minutes, like couple of minutes to get settled, couple of minutes to come out, but 10 minutes of just focusing on your breath would be fantastic. Download some guided meditation if you have to, mm -hmm. if you have to keep your attention inside. Okay. Or, or even write out a guided meditation and record yourself and keep playing your own voice. Okay. That's a good one to do, you know? Okay. Keep focusing on your breath. Keep focusing. Or, you know, even breathe in, I don't know, anything. Which way. Breathe in love, breathe out light. I mean, if you can do something that going to say flaky but you know that flimsy if you want or it, it, you could anything you want you know anything but just something where you're completely focusing on the same thing for 10 minutes and it's internal okay mm -hmm. so <clears throat> that would be a really good thing to do to start doing it and be it's your sacred time to train your mind to go in and it'll stop all that pulling out to the yakety yak stuff that that, that you can see is just distracting you from going within mm -hmm. okay <clears throat> there was something else now that was hanging around there that's gone right now oh yes okay you know men are different to women <laughs> yes i know a lot about that yeah yeah we are very different creatures. we're very very yes. different and really. i get that i get yeah. that i'm relational and about connecting and yeah. he's just like <laughs> yeah and we analyze things to death yes it's so and annoying 
Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's exhausting. Yeah, it's and exhausting. It's, it's a little embarrassing that I'm doing that and he's totally not doing that yeah. at all. No, it's just it's just because you're a female and he's a guy. I mean, that's why. Do you know? Yeah. So, if it's possible to to keep your analysis bit with with to do your analysis bit with your female friends. Oh yes, I do mostly. Yeah. You know. And don't analyze the relationship. Just don't analyze it. Just don't let let it be what it is. Yeah, I've I've practiced that for the first time in yeah. ever for the last couple of weeks, and I, it's sort of this. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's fine I don't today. Know. It's fine today. Yeah. That's enough. Mm -hmm. Let it be okay today. That's enough. Yeah. What is today is fine. You yeah. know, it's fine. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> There, there'd be something in your personality that's worth looking at, which, which will help you to grow and will also free up the relationship a bit. The needy part. Could mm. mm. you let that go? There's a needy component. Yeah. You'll have to work on that one. Yeah. It's and just I, an old passion. Oh yeah, she's four. She's wanting mommy and all that. I've oh, done gosh. that work, and yeah. But, but what, it's come. Why are you doing it now? Do you know what I mean? Right. Needing him to be faithful, or yeah. why are you needing anything? Or needing confirmation, or I think it's because the life as I knew it disappeared a yes. year ago. Yes. My marriage, my home, my dog. Yes. And, you know, it just yes. all was gone, and yes. so I think I. Grasped, grasped yes. onto him to yes. give me something to hold on to. Okay. I think that's why wow, okay. I feel like super dizzy right now. It's great. Okay. <laughs> so stay with that. Stay with that. And let's like, let's just relieve you from the grief of what was lost last year. There's still some grief there because you're responding from the grief place. You know, trying to fill the gap. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let the grief pass. You know, yeah. because that life is gone, yeah. but the grief is here. You know? Yeah. Right. Let it go and let go of the grief. Let go of the story of how life was. It's like, okay, that was a chapter. It's done. Yeah. And I'm so happy about that, really. Yeah. But there's, I guess, but just... But it's an, grief, you know? It's just that yanking out of what was familiar, you know? Right. It's, there's it's, a letting go. It's like, when your marriage breaks down, it's like having your arms cut off, you know? It's like, gosh, you know? You know, there's... Yeah. It's, it's a really weird thing to have it's, a marriage break down, you know, and a family pull apart. It's like, yeah, it's like some, something gets cut off that was an essential component of who you thought you were, right. you know? And that needs to be grieved and, and released. Yeah. Just let go of the grief, you know? It's okay. Yeah. It's okay, you know? So whenever grief for that comes up, just let it go. Just let it go. Let the sadness arise for it and... You don't need to tell your current partner about it. No. It's just like you can just yeah yeah okay. It's just a bit of sadness about that, and just it's gone. You know, and, and it will go. Yeah. It's like you're you no, know, you were given that life for a while, and now you you've given it back. You yeah, know, it's like okay, that that was mine. I played, and it's gone. And this is the life I have now. Yeah. So just get clarity about that, because if you bring in something from the old pattern into the new, it's only going to make the new contaminated. Yeah. Right, right. You got to clean the two. So you send the grief with the old story. You okay. know, it's like, yeah, send it back. It's done, it's done. Yeah. You know, so that you're just, you're just in that. What, what can this relationship be? You, you know, you're freed up then, you see, without preconceptions around what you want or how it should be or how it should look. Right. Don't bring any imprint at all 
from anywhere in your past. You know, each okay. each day is just a new. It's like okay, this is the first time I saw this guy. Woke up beside him this morning. It's the first time I saw him. Oh, even yeah. to do that is a really good practice. Yeah, I but, love that. You know, because it trains your mind not to drag the old familiar patterns. It's like okay, it's the first time I saw him. He's coming in the door. It's the first time I ever met him. Mm-hmm. You know, keep it fresh, keep it fresh, keep it fresh. Because what, like, my husband says that enough. And he said, every moment is fresh with you. You just remember nothing. It's like, <laughs> so the flip side of it is a bummer too, you know. It's tough for him, do you know. But yeah. every moment is fresh. It really is fresh. Mm. It really is. You can train your mind to do that. <coughs> you know, not to keep dragging stuff. Just let it be fresh. It's a fresh day. It is now, you know. And be a bit more like a guy. Mm-hmm. What, it is, what, it, what it appears to be now is what it is. That's it. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Okay. You know. If he's unfaithful, you'll deal with it when it happens. Right. If he's not, he's not. You have nothing to deal with. But if it happens, hey, you know what? You cross that bridge. You cross that bridge, but not from the old paradigm of like, oh, it happened to me again and I'll never trust again. Don't go there. Yeah. Don't go there. You deal with it with the freshness. It's like, okay, all right, this has happened. Now, I've got to deal with my emotions and i got to decide what I'm going to do here. Mm. You know, but fresh, fresh, fresh. Keep everything fresh. It's like you're at a point of, of there's a new phase and a new, a new way for you to be, which is trying to come in. But you're trying to drag the old paradigm with you as if it's going to give you security or a way to manage in the world or as if that old, that old you is useful. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's mm-hmm. actually not useful for you. Do you see? Yeah. It's like I'm at that, those two stones that you were saying. Yes, exactly, exactly. Which way are you going to go? Walk forward, just walk forward. You're going to need a bit of courage. You're going to need a bit of trust. Yeah. And get your inner core stronger so that you're more self-reliant. You've got to build up that self-reliance. And as you build that up, the neediness Mm -hmm. dissolves. Because a relationship is tough enough, but if we make demands on it, Mm -hmm. it, it's going to get rocky. You know? Yeah, and I don't like being that character yeah. at all. It doesn't suit you anymore. You're, you're, no. you're going through a bit of a shift. It right. doesn't work for you. You don't need to bring her with you. No. No. She's not any fun. No, she's no fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Something wants to go in. You're at a very exciting time in your life. Okay. You are, really. Be sure and you put a good foundation in place now. Because if you bring the old, it's going to get very sticky. Mm-hmm. Set some, some healthy patterns in place. Self-reliance, dropping the neediness. Don't analyze your relationship. Don't. It, be a guy. Okay. You know? And um, it, it, a solid 10 minutes. Every day. Of going in. Every day. Okay. Of going in. Yeah. Okay. Going in. Train your mind to turn in. Train your mind to turn in. Yeah. And it'll start unplugging from the external world so much, you know. It'll just give you a break. Yeah, it, it's so, um, I'm so enticed by everything. And, yes. But now I'm, I'm just, I'm like, this is... It's I'm not really doing not, it for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm tired of this. This is yeah. like this yeah. movie, going, going. That's right. But going in, it's like, where's the entertainment? Where's the excitement? Yes. And the, the dullness 
layer yes. that's there. Yes. Is what yes, helps me to just go, oh, no, I'm going to keep yes. looking at the yes. excitement. Go through the dullness, the boredom. Okay. The, the, go through that because that's just mind saying, we just set up this little... Uh, judgment about going in yeah. in order to reroute her back out to the world. Right. That's what your mind is doing because it wants to keep the show going. So tricky. Mm. So, so it's like, okay, I'm on to you. We'll just go through, the, we'll sit through this boredom, yeah. we'll sit through this. Oh my God, please let something happen. So, how many more minutes? <laughs> it's like, okay, go through that, go through that. It's going to pass. Yeah. And really, A that deadness. will pass. Okay. okay. That will pass. It's like, okay, let's be dead. Okay, it's just the mind that's dead here. Let mm-hmm. the mind be dead. Let the mind be bored. That's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Sit it out. I will. Yeah. It'll stop. If, if it stops working for you, then it's not going to play that trick anymore. Yeah. You see? Whereas if it's in charge, it's going to keep, keep that barrier up for you to make mind be externally focused again. Do you see? Do you have a few tools to go on? Yes, yeah. I do. Thank yeah, you. good. It's important that you use them. Set up a good foundation because it will set you right for the next seven years cycle. Really. Okay. All right, I will. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Sure. Sure. Jen? Jeff, is your hand up? Is there a hand up over here? Okay, yeah, I'm no. sorry. I completely forgot to turn around. No, it's okay. I, I, I mean, I spoke yesterday, so I can just wait until everybody who hasn't, hasn't had a chance to come up. Oh, can I can I grab a face that hasn't been up already? Can I do that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. I, I wrote it down. Like <laughs> <laughs> mm. to keep make it more clear. English is not my first language, so. Um, yeah. Um, it seems to me that I have taught my son and my husband very well the ego games. And now when I'm like, um, kind of starting to be more aware and, and, uh, enjoying life, <laughs> just in the moment. Um, it, I wonder how, well, is it, is it just like trying to be there is, um, yeah. Is there anything I can do to help my son when he's, in, I just see the reflection of how I was. Okay. So, you know, <clears throat> sure. struggling and, and really, um, um, what is, um, to feel really, um, the, the ego playing like a big, yes. huge. Yes. Um, you have to help yourself. If you change, everything will change at home. I have changed so much. Okay. Yeah. So why do you need your child to change? <sighs> so that he doesn't have to go through all the... His destiny so is way. his destiny. It's his destiny. 
Yes. He can go through what he needs to go through. He's with you as a mom. There's some rightness in that. That's not an accident. So, for... Just you know, love him, huh? Yeah. Um, about them. Uh, being a mom is that a story? Mm-hmm. Children are yours for a while. They're a gift. Enjoy them while you have them. Um, what about the possibility the divorce to happen? What about it? If it happens, you'll deal with it then. Yeah, and it's again, it's part of their story too. Yes. How do I know that I'm not um, escaping or trying to escape my destiny? Is it just like coming and slamming stronger and stronger? Like, um, because what has happened to me is that I found so much enjoyment of being, just being alive mm -hmm. and and this amazing world mm -hmm. that uh, <laughs> but the most difficult part for me to be alive is with my husband and my son mostly mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. they are so strongly like mm, I see kind of mm. The lighter you become, the lighter the home will become. Like just being light in yourself. If they picked up your seriousness, yeah. they will pick up your lightness even more. Do you know? Yeah. Play. Okay. Play with your son. Play, 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 play. Play. Show him how to be light by you being light. Because taking life seriously is what creates that ego. It's like it's all serious. Yeah. Play is the antidote. Yeah. It releases it all. Uh, about playing, mm. um, um, <laughs> there is this part of me that is, it's very easy to play. And then there is <laughs> this part that certain games is <laughs> like, that uh, to me, when I play with other kids, or you know, it goes easy. But somehow my child has learned to, you know, the ways he's playing is like I get all my energy goes out. Just like I find myself that this is so boring, and this is you know, it's like. But is it there is maybe fun for play. him? Is it fun for him? I don't know. I think it's about the seriousness again. Yeah, it, it's it's not playing. Maybe it's it, it's about series and rules, or 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 it's just his way. Mm. <laughs> the ego, my ego, is is that like struggling, <laughs> going? Mm. Is it maybe is it that I'm afraid of my son's ego to take lead or? 
don't kill. Know. Oh, it's yeah, it's an ego thing. <laughs> well, you you know, some of it is nature and some of it is nurture. Some of it is naturally in his own makeup, mm-hmm. and some of it is parental influence. There's a bit of both, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't take responsibility for everything. Don't, because mm-hmm. that's just your ego again. You know, it's like it's okay. It is how it is. He is his own person. Of course, you influence him as a parent, but he's he's his own person too. You know. But the more silliness and the more fun that you can bring into your household, the better. And and it's about you being silly and light. And, and they'll pick it up, or they won't. But, but you bring in the lightness. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. If it means buying a skateboard for your son and a skateboard for yourself, and you're both learning how to use a skateboard, great. Yeah. There isn't too many rules in that. You either stay on or you fall off. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> like, let, let yourself get light. Because, okay, you've got a certain distance from egoic passions, but now your, your ego is, is seeing your ego. So you're continuing the ego story, just in a different thing. I'd like to see a real change. If you have dropped those egoic passions, then a lightness will come in. Do you see? Yeah. But some part of you is still seeing the seriousness. You've got a bit of distance from it, but you've just changed the story because now you're talking about divorce and your son, you know, being serious. And it's like, um, you haven't changed a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You've got a little bit of the door open, but you haven't jumped through yet. Yeah. You, you know? You know? It's okay not to take life so seriously. Mm. Really. You can still be a responsible parent without feeling the heaviness and the seriousness of it. It's... It's okay. It's, life is to be enjoyed. Parenting is to be enjoyed. You know? Yeah. It's tough when it's tough, but on the good days, let it be a game. Yeah. It's the touch. Yes, you give yourself a hard time, don't you? Yeah. Oof. Why would you do that? <laughs> There's no need for that one at all. Mm. You're just hurting yourself. Yeah. Let yourself have fun. Give yourself permission to just have fun. You know? And when you're having fun, it's contagious. <sighs> Do silly things as a family. Go play crazy golf or, you know. Enjoy each other. Let it get light. Does that make sense or does it feel a bit alien? It, it, it makes, yeah. Makes um, lots of thoughts coming, but I never go. So you know, I think it's very simple. And, it's very and simple. Very, yeah. Yeah, it's very simple. Yeah. Ego makes it complex, you know, because it's all full of right and wrongs and what I should and shouldn't do, and yeah. it's like, oh my god. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Oh. We torture ourselves, don't we? You know, we do. We really do. You know. Have you guys got energy? Will, will we go another little bit, or is it lunch really calling? One more. Okay, one more. Go with yourself. No, oh, okay. Okay. It's fine, you're up. It's fine. <laughs> I'll be brief. 
might we'll see if we can see before that. Okay. So it's been a wonderful morning. Okay. I'm so inspired by every single one because everyone is me. Yes. Okay. So um, I am glad that she went first because then I was able to collect my thoughts. Destiny meant to be. Okay. Okay. So I really want to talk about the paradoxes of all of this. Yes. Because it's been the topic today and I think that through what I am doing right now, separation is being reinforced instead of unity. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, first, um, through my initial incursions in this, um, I learned about the doer and the observer. Uh -huh. And I remember you being the first person saying, or that I read and worked briefly, that there is yeah that other observer of the two. And, and I remember when I heard that, I said, okay, there might be other observers. Maybe yes. there's another one that is observing this one, another one. And, and then, but, but I would be detaching my body and my image from these observers. And so I thought they were observers of me. And, and so I keep on my place here in okay. and, and being observed. Even though I'm producing that with my mind, it's like yeah. the observers are others. Okay. Okay. And then you know, mind just keeps creating observer yes. and observer and observer. Until that's, then, that's yes. Not doesn't really help. You. Right. Okay. Right. But it's right. the mind creating that. <laughs> yes. So I think that that created a little distance from uniting more because I I will see the observer as watching me. Yes. Okay. As a standing behind me and you know okay. whatever. Okay. okay. Then, with all these conversations, we talk about the ego and then we talk about the heart. And it's like I'm always making the diff. Oh, that's ego. Oh, that's heart. And so I think that creates separation. All oh, right. Okay. And so um, the division continues for me in there. Okay. Okay. Now uh, through meditation, when we do the meditation here and we go prior, um, I also feel the separation. Why? Because I start visualizing with my imagination the spaces that are prior, mm -hmm. and I seem to be taken into a trip to either space, open space, cosmos, Big Bang, where it occurs, emptiness, and the, the deep dark. Mm -hmm. And for instance, in the meditation yesterday morning, I was um, at this black hole. Okay. That's where I got, okay. you know, after okay. all, walking all the distance, I mm -hmm. guess. Um, and then um, at a given point, I disappeared. My body disappeared in the seat in the meditation. Okay which was great because that was a great feeling that I had not experienced before. Okay. And then, um, but I thought that that was a way of getting to my core by also traveling outside in space. Okay. So I was not going inward. I felt like even if I was discovering something of me, I was going outside into space, into the universe, okay. into the creation okay. or whatever. Okay. okay. There's more. <laughs> can, I, can I pick that up? Yes, please. please. Because I lose it. Okay. Yeah. So what's happening is that we're redefine, re, relocating where you're looking from, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Another way to put it is that we're, we're shifting your point of perception. We're shifting perception. Now, the, just notice that the identity is moving with you. Because yes. I'm in the big bag. I, 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 okay, the body, the body disappeared. Okay, but there was still an I who's going there. So identity is going with you. That's the first thing to watch for. Yes. Okay, at some point that identity has to drop off. It's, it's not a physical place. 
if it's like back there or in there, it's really not a physical place. The physical place disappears when the sense of spaciousness comes, then, then physical place makes no sense after that because space is the first concept, really. Space is kind of a container for time and other concepts to roll out. Okay? Mm -hmm. So space being a very subtle concept. The spaciousness, fine. After that, if you, if you dismiss spaciousness, it's not going to make sense if it's back there or down there because these are in space. Okay. Okay? So, so let there be a no knowing. It's just perception is shifting. It's just perception is shifting. See if spaciousness can be dropped. Because the concern then about back here or down here, it's not valid anymore. Hmm. Because it's pure consciousness is doing the perceiving. But we are at all times talking about the duality and then this embracing it all things. So we're kind of moving all the time between one and the other, you know? It is kind of hard to drop spaciousness because you keep on seeing the difference. Okay, okay. I'm just in inviting spaciousness okay. will drop. Spaciousness can drop. Sure, just, just to open the idea that like let spaciousness go sometime, you know? Like if you're hanging out in spaciousness and it's kind of familiar place for you to go when you, when you sit. Yeah. yeah, it's like, okay, all right, let's throw away spaciousness. Deeper than that, deeper than that. And see where perception arises from. Okay, so that kind of leads me to my last point, mm. which is that of expectation. Mm. When you were talking to David and you were telling him there's something clinging on you, the idea of some place to arrive. Yes. But there's no place to arrive, but there's still, you know, yes. the, the place concept or whatever. Yes. Okay. So I believe that even though through all the dropping of the concepts and all um, the process so far going on in which the ego has somewhat dissolved in my personal, I still have like the image of you being at a different place than I am. I still have the image of all the gurus having achieved something I have not. Yes. And so for me, it, that creates an expectation. I don't want to be there, you know? Yes. So I cannot free my mind from that point. Of reference. Okay. So to me, um, this is a paradox that keeps me trapped and I'm stuck in this particular place. And yes. maybe that's what has moved me to create a new uh, value system, as you mentioned yesterday with me in particular, yes. because I feel like I am expecting something. Yes. Still. Yes. Yes. So. And the, the part of you that's expecting something will die. It's not going to get anything. It's just the part that's expecting something that dies. That part has to do with that ego concept? Yes, of course. Still. Yes, there's a belief there that there's something to get, mm -hmm. something that will make it better, you know? And, you know, at, at some point, you know, and great if it's just now, you know, Jack is just another form, is just what you are. That's all it is. Just pointing a mind to, to recognize what you are. That's all. And, you know, take us all off the pedestals, huh? No. <laughs> yes. Yes. I can't do that. Why not? Because, because there's a reason for, for what you exist to, to lead me to where I am evolving. 
Sure. So I can uh, really let you, well, I will eventually see you more and more uh, okay. as part of the whole, you know, as I... But that's all there is, is the whole. The whole is pointing to itself, showing itself what it is. But I've been able to drop Ashanti emoji, and I've been able to drop Rupert, and I've been yeah. able to drop all the teachers and the masters, and okay, and the Nadiak. Why not? Um, because I still need you. <laughs> <laughs> but the seeker needs Jack, and yes. the seeker is the one that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. I see myself a lot in David. Yeah, when he was talking, uh -huh. the seekers uh, yeah. somehow not. Gone, even though you feel like you got rid of all the books and rid of all the needs for sure. retreat, and then there comes Jack to Austin. I'll do every single thing in my power to come see him. Sure, but there's not adoration or there's nothing. It's just yes. that there's that the words and the and, sure. and the connection that I have with you that okay. you know. But because I still expect to get somewhere. Yes, because you expect to get somewhere. Yeah, that's what's creating the separation. Mm -hmm. Exactly. The, the part that wants to get somewhere will stop imagining there's some place to get to. There is no destination. The, the journey is going nowhere. It's just the journey. It's just something to do. As many other things that happen like magic, almost like they just happen. As opposed to trying to or seeing through or dropping something. And let's try this. Who would you be without seeking? Everything and nothing. Mm, that might be an interesting thing to look at, huh? Mm. <clears throat> Leave space for this, the seeking to show itself mm. for what it is. <clears throat> and if a shift happens, a shift happens. But there's nothing worse than a seeker who's not seeking anymore. You know, for the seeking, the seeker actually to still be there, but who has decided that they're not seeking. Like, oh my God. That's really when the ego is playing a game. Do you know? Because then the seeker has just grabbed the idea, I must stop the search. I must stop. And the seeker, the seeker just has a new concept. I'm not seeking, but it's a seeker who's seeking. Don't go there. Okay. The seeking for me happened, or, or the stop seeking, not because a rejection to things or anything, but because one day the desire to be seeking anymore disappeared. So it was more an automatic thing than a okay. decision made. Okay, uh, all right. Okay, what I'm after is the, mm. is the party that said, I don't want to drop that, I can't drop that. Right. All right, yes. and I'm like, hmm, okay, we hit a wall there. We hit a wall there, so I'm after that wall. So some part of you is still enjoying the separation. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's what I'm after. Okay. okay. Yes. And it can be as simple as it gives you a project, it gives you an identity, it gives you a hobby. It can be as simple as that sometimes. That's the, the last hook mm -hmm. for the seeking, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's got to, sure, organically it has to stop. Otherwise we have a seeker who's not seeking anymore. Mm -hmm. It has to organically stop. But try to see because it feels like separation is deepest for you in the seeking story. Yes. That's where it's deepest. Yes. That's where I see it. Yeah, that's where it's that's deepest. That's why I find all these paradoxes just kind of uh, not letting me. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. where it's deepest. 
So that's why it's like investigate the seeking thing a bit. It's an ego activity. With the mind. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tool. I could do it with the heart. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. As you can see, there's confusion here. But that's okay. It's all right. It's something yes. is just up and bubbling and, and shifting, turning around. And it's okay. Okay. Yeah, what is that seeking story that's keeping separation alive? Pull it apart a little bit. I'll dig into that. Yeah, dig into that. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Sure, you're welcome. I am going to take this woman before lunch, and I'll promise them we'll take a lunch break. Just is moving this way. Hi. Sure. Yeah. Just have a lot of emotion. Yeah, with me. yeah. It's not really tied to a question per okay. se. Okay. I really loved hearing the man who came and you explained destiny. I think that was the piece where I felt compelled to raise my hand. Okay. I've had such a strong knowing in this life. I know, you know, I know where you speak of. Where you speak from. Yes. And the challenge of where I suffer and have really enjoyed hearing you guide people's minds, because I thought, well, maybe you can help me make this practical is how to be in that knowing, which isn't fully self-realized. I don't sit in a place of self. There's a lot of mind often, but the knowing prior is greater. After I've sat with Muji twice and when I've come back, I have such a hard time transitioning back into this place. Ah, you know? Okay. And I've had big story, big identity, big success, big fame, big, you know, even at the age of 10. I remember thinking I could die now and my life's been complete. Mm. And so here I'm at a place where I struggle with what my value is with work or where I fit in or where like I'm at a whatever real is like because it's this I, I don't know what the word is if it's maybe it's paradox of well, let me go back to just the man speaking about destiny you know and it's like I wish so much that I really knew that that was true because then I could rest all of the fear and anxiety in the part of me that does so much to make things happen. And when those pieces aren't connecting, for me right now, it's with finances and being provided for. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and uh, I had a big career in real estate in New York and, and I found spiritual uh, work or women's work and my dear friends here and I, I co-facilitate with her, but it's not, it's always been like this heavy lifting of making things happen where there's just hand-to-mouth financially. Okay. 
And so I'm sitting at a place now again on the one hand like I have this inner knowing that's unshakable yes yes that's much bigger than any of the others and how do I fit it into here with a lot of fear of I've never been in this place uh, uh, of wondering how I'm going to survive financially okay why does that link with fear if you're going to be homeless, you're going to be homeless. If that's going to be what has to happen to you, well, so what? Why does it bring in fear? Well, maybe it's not, it's not the homeless piece. It's more of, it's more of like, how do I fit into this world and be of service? Like, it's not, it's not so much paying the rent. It's that I have a lot to contribute. Like, just heart, if I just look on a heart level, I have a lot to contribute. Okay. And where, where do I place that or what do I do? I think that the fear is the unknown of like, in a big piece, like within identity or work, you know, and that's so much the conditioned social of yeah. like, yeah. you know, yeah. what do you do and what is your value? Yes. Yes. So isn't it ironic that the universe says, okay, we're going to give you, you know, a, a job to do that totally doesn't line up with your current value system. Why not? At a certain point, every job will be a joke every job at a certain point this is bullshit too what I'm doing because it's it's just moving furniture around you know it's just shooting ducks and the ducks will come back up <laughs> you know it's like really but you know there's no idea here that anything changes you know but so it's got to be fun so it's fun that makes sense to me I'll, I'll do it because it's fun okay you know I might as well do something you know? so <laughs> So, but what, if it's that, or if it's working at McDonald's next month, I really couldn't give a rat's arse, as we say in Ireland. I, I really, it doesn't make a button of difference. A button of difference. They're, they're just rules. Jack bussing tables, or Jack sitting in satsang, they're just rules. I had this experience yesterday. I didn't come yesterday, because I was at this orientation that might be for a position but I was really in the witness of watching like oh this is what she does now for work 
okay. you know, or, oh, this is what, okay. like... And, and why would there be a value placed on that? Well, it just wasn't, I guess I have an expectation or a wish that it was different. Bingo! Let's drop it. Let's drop it. You have yourself in prison. The universe is doing with you and the ego says, but I don't like what you've designed for me. I don't like it. It's, it's upgrade, please. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's same, same. It's a game. They're just roles. Let the universe do whatever it wants to do with you. What is that point of choice or action or, you know, like last night I woke up at five this morning and I was just, I went to bed with really just talking out loud saying, you know, fuck off and show me. Yes. Like I've gone to the mat, I'm at the mat, just show me. Yeah, and yeah. signs like, okay, maybe the signs need to be a little bit louder. Yeah, yes, you know, yes, yes, yes. and and in that space of like letting the universe do whatever it's going to do. Yes. Because on the one hand, whether it's real or not, I feel as though something is very magnificent. Yes. And whatever the blooming, whatever we yes. depict. Yes. You know, like. Yes. I am in limbo between letting it do. Yes. And, and so I'm frantic right now. Timeline. I need uh -huh. to have a shift happen by January. And so it's like, okay, so the effort. Why? It might or might not happen. Well, just based on what's in my bank account. Okay. So if homelessness happens 1st of February, is that okay? Because you're putting yourself into an awfully tight space here, and it's just in your head. The universe is going to do with you what it wants to do with you. Whether or not you're going to fight or scream for more signs, it's going to play out the way it's going to play out. What are you going to do? Fight it? Or say, okay, all right. It's your resistance is what's creating the suffering. You know, some people have huge potential and it never manifests as something. Some people have that idea their whole life that they've got something huge to offer and the world actually isn't interested in that time and place, in, in, in utilizing that. That's fine too. That happens too. Do you know? Some people have incredible ideas that would just change the whole world and the world says, actually, duality is just fine. Do you know? And it doesn't, it doesn't want to yield to something fantastic coming in. All that is fine. It's absolutely valid. Yeah, I've had those places too where, because I have friends who have various levels of fame or wealth, and I've had various yeah. levels of fame and wealth. Yeah. And, and there is a, an emotion within that. It's like my heart breaks in a way. It's like a resolve or just a, like a, there is... Well, maybe it's not me being fully okay with that because there's these moments where it's like, okay, well, maybe this life just isn't whatever, whatever yes. the words are, but 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 yes, there's a, an emotional disheartenment, like, yes, that yes, that goes with it, yeah, it's those expectations and those ideas of how it could be, and just drop all 
fantasy land. Drop it all. How it is right now, the step that's in front of you, take it. Use common sense everywhere. Use common sense. Common sense. Come out of expectations and the potentials that you can see. Come out of it all. Common sense. Be very pragmatic. Common sense. Because it will ground you so much. It will be really good. You know, and if your life is like riches to rags, pop. So what? So what? If the pendulum swings both ways, you know, and we just have various experiences of life. Everything comes and everything goes. Yeah. Make the best of it, you know. Make lemonade. It's okay. It's get loose around it. Get looser around it. Mm. Be practical, be pragmatic, and how it is and how it is. And whatever experience is coming to you, embrace it. Embrace it. It's okay. You can do whatever the first of February is going to bring you. You can do it. You got to be up. You you have some resource within you to be up for it. So be up for it. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. So anytime the emotion comes up or like the whoa, something has to happen here. Give me more signs. It's like, okay, you're not talking today. All right, then this is what I deal with. This is the plate I have. All right, okay. Now let's get practical here. Blow the leaves. Take a walk. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And be with what's happening, not in your ideas of how to upgrade. It's not where it's at. This is what's happening. Be with it. Because if you're totally in an experience and learning from it, it moves on faster. Mm. Things stick if we kind of miss miss what's in front of us. There's a real ease in believing just that what's going to occur is going to occur. Yes, because it is. Try and stop it. Yeah. No, but that there's something that we could effort or do differently to make, you know, yeah. like it's, 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 it's minimal. not for a lack of yeah. effort. Yeah, it's minimal really, you know, what, what we can move around is minimal. We just like to think we've got a lot of power and that works for a while, you know, manifest your destiny and all that. But as you get deeper into this truth business, you know, we, we just follow the sign. Whatever little sign is in front of you, it's enough. Take it. Be with that one. Next step will come. We don't have as much power as what we think. The ego does all that power business, you know. If you have to work hard for a living, you got to work hard for a living. Okay. Might change, might not. You can do it. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. Mm. Okay, folks, let's have lunch. <laughs>